Welcome to this episode of the Employee Advocacy and Influence Podcast. My name is Bradley Keenan and I am the founder and CEO of the Employee Advocacy Platform Disseminate. And this is the third installment of the Disseminate special, which is the look at some of the content that we're going to be putting into a book we're producing, which um, should be available in Q1 of 2023. And the basic fundamentals of this book are we've created a list of 101 tips, uh, hacks, whatever you want to call it, that will help you run a successful employee advocacy program. And what we're going to do is take a random number. I'm going to pull that out from the content and just talk about it with the goal that it's going to help us refine the content, but also it's going to create um, some feedback from listeners so we can see what, what works and what doesn't work. And before I start rambling on, um, if you are interested in receiving a copy of the book before anybody else, um, please send me a LinkedIn message and just say I'd love a copy of the book. Don't need to um, say anything else. Um, give me your address. And then as soon as the book is ready in Q1 of 2023, I will send you a copy of it with the hope that you'll read it and provide a review of some some description before we release the book to the to the wider um to the wider industry so let's go with uh asking alexa give me a number between one and 101 so number nine the tip is integrate but only when it adds value okay so this might be a little bit divisive because some people don't like it when I say this, but integrations have, let's be careful. Uh, yeah. So integrations are a funny one, right? Because they, um, years ago, and I'm old enough now and been, you know, selling software for uh, as long as I can remember. And years ago, all software pretty much, pretty much ran in silo, right? So you'd have one platform that did one thing, you CRM did something else and they didn't really talk to one another. And single sign-on came out and we had, um, you know, Okta and all those places where you could log into the different platforms using single sign-on. Fantastic. It reduced, uh, redu reduced friction in being able to access platforms. And then platforms started communicating with one another. So um, as an example, in our business, we use uh, HubSpot is our CRM. And we pull in Gong data into HubSpot because it means that when we're looking at a prospects record we can look at the call that happened on gong we can tie these things together makes sense the the challenge with integrations is now whenever you talk about a so if we go and sell our product to somebody and we're talking to them sometimes we'll get and i see it in the uh ironically in the gong calls we'll have people say uh do you integrate with and then insert name of software and we'll say, uh, no, we don't. Um, why do you want to integrate with that? Like, what's the practical application of that integration? And honestly, nine out of 10 times, people can't tell me why they would want to do it. They just have technology and they have other technology and somehow they want them to talk because they might think that that is actually improving the experience. So when you are integrating and we integrate with many, uh, many other products, you just want to make sure that it makes sense for you to do it. And sometimes integrations can be counterproductive. So as an example, an employee advocacy platform needs its own identity and its own space to breathe. It has to be its own thing. The moment you take it out of that, 
and it becomes a feature or a function of another piece of technology, then it gets diluted. So as an example, let's say that you you had, let's say you had a CRM and the CRM was Salesforce and you wanted to integrate your employee advocacy program with Salesforce. It's very logical. You have to do it very carefully and the education around the integration has to be there. If you just put your employee advocacy program inside a tab inside Salesforce and call it social, nobody's going to click on it unless they only if they're curious enough to do it. And in that case, they may forget that that tab's there. It just becomes another feature or function. If you have your own standalone advocacy program that has its own analytics, its own leaderboards, et cetera, people are far more likely to use it because that's its purpose. In the same way as when I use my phone, I use the train line to book my trains when we go when I go into the office, and I use Google Maps when I get to London to find where I need to go. I don't need the train line and Google Maps integrated because they operate perfectly well as two separate entities. In fact, if I was to integrate one with the other, it may get lost in the it may get lost in the message of the original app. So it becomes secondary functionality. So if you are going to integrate, great, do it. But just ask yourself, what integrations do you actually need? And what is going to be the impact on the things that matter to you for from a perspective of ROI? So is it going to increase user adoption is one thing, but user frequency and share frequencies, what is that going to do to that? Because you may get more users but they may use it less so those are the things that you need to think about and again going back to our tip in the last episode where we spoke about testing um it's something that you can test and track the metrics of don't just do it and then um leave it for a year because uh it, it could literally be the death of your employee advocacy program to hide it away somewhere um as an integration on another product now, if you're happy to listen to this outro, I've got a little bit of bonus content coming at the end that any social media or marketing manager would consider to be an absolute gift. So don't go anywhere. So firstly, I wanted to say thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to be notified of future episodes, please do hit subscribe. And if you got value from today, I'd love it if you could either rate us or even better, provide us with a review. We started this podcast so we could help people who are either looking to launch employee advocacy programs or already run programs at the moment. So the more feedback we get from our listeners, the better we can do this. So here is the bonus content that I promised. If you want to find out how active your employees are on social right now, if you click the link in the footnotes for the show, we will create a report for you that will show you not only how active your employees are on social, but also two competitors of your choosing. So you can really see how you benchmark against your competitors. And we will show you how this breaks down by seniority inside your organization and also geography. So hit that link and one of my team will be in contact. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this week's episode and we look forward to seeing you same time next week. <laughs>